you're listening to MOD Channel. Hello there. So today we're going to be talking about the question, is every religion the same? Does every religion lead to God? This is Mr. Essien, your host, and we're going to be jumping into the question right now. All right. How are you doing, by the way? I hope your day is going very, very well. Mine is going stupendously well. And I believe that after this particular podcast episode, your thinking will get better, your day will go better, and you will not be confused again. All right? Now, do all religions lead to God? Now, this is a very interesting question because of the fact that it is a view that is becoming more widely adopted all over the world. Many people are coming to a place whereby they are saying, it's the same God we're all serving. It's the same way to God we're all going. There is even a movement called Coexist. If you see their logo, you could go check them out. You'll see that um, the sea is a crescent moon like the um, Islamic uh, sign and the T in Coexist is a cross. And there are other religious um, or religious symbolisms that shape the other letters. And this is where people are headed to, a one-world religion, all right? And if you think about it, you would realize that there is a problem with a one-world religion or the idea that every part leads to God. You know why? Because logically, religions have different claims to truth. Every religion you meet at least most, claim to be true. Alright? They claim they are the truth. And if religions claim to be the truth, it means that anything that does not align with the truth is what? False. And so, it also means that if the statement that all religions lead to God is true, then every true claim of every religion should be the same. All religions should believe the same thing for all of them to coexist and lead to the same God. But if they contrast, if they contradict each other, if they are not the same, if one religion's claim seems to cancel out the claim of another religion, then not all religions can be true. There can only be one truth. Do you see that? There can only be one truth. There can be two or three or four or five or six truths. In fact, today we have a world that actually believes, many people believe that there is no truth. It's some ancient bad philosophy that there is no truth, that truth is relative, truth is subjective, truth is what you make it. My truth versus your truth. Many celebrities are saying that today. Oh, it's my truth. Oh, that's your truth, but this is my truth. That's your reality, but this is my reality. But you see, there are some things that can never be put into the realm of preference. They are the truth whether you like it or not. The sun exists is truth. It is reality. If you like, enter your house, crawl under your bed and cover a huge blanket over yourself so you don't see the sun. It doesn't mean the sun doesn't exist. You say, no, my world, in my world, my reality, 
the sun does not exist. Well, that's your utopia and we may think you are mental for, you know, making such a statement, but it doesn't change the facts. Is it not? I just feel on the inside that the sun does not exist. Well, that's how you feel. It does not change facts. And so we have a world that people are saying, oh, yeah, it's my truth versus your truth. It's my um, view versus your view. No, some things are carved in stone. Some things are true. Some things cannot be changed. Does water exist? It's truth. Are you seeing that? Do human beings exist? It's truth. You can't wish away human beings. You can't um, interpret it that way. How about gender or sex or whatever? There are two sexes, male and female. These things are logical. Let me say this. You don't even have to go into the Bible to figure these things out. People can objectively look at it and say, this is true. This wall is yellow. I'm talking about a, maybe a building that is painted yellow. You look at the wall and say, this wall is yellow. So another person says, no, 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 no. No, in my opinion, in my view, this wall is white. That doesn't make any sense. But we have a world like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's your truth that there's male and female. But my truth is that I'm not, you know, I'm not a, a man. Even if you can see the guy with his stout look and everything, every manly attribute that we know biologically. So I'm not a man, I'm a woman. That's just crazy. Are you seeing that? It's bad thinking. It's relativism. It's subjective. Some things can be subjective, like preference, taste. I like um, cold stone ice cream. I don't like, um, what's the other one? Uh, pink berry. By the way, that's true for me. <laughs> right? I love cold stone ice cream and I do not like pink berry. You can argue in the comment section if there's a comment section wherever you listen to this. But that's my view. That's my preference. You get? It's not the truth. The truth, that, that one just is based on taste. It has nothing to do with any of that stuff. It has nothing to do with truth. Truth is truth. For example, does ice cream exist? Ice cream exists. You can't wish it away. That is an objective statement. <laughs> Do you see that? It's reality. So when it comes to religions, some people want to take the relativist card. That, yeah, yeah, this religion is true for me, but the other ones are not true for me. No. There must be an objective truth. If God exists and there is a way to God, there must be an objective way to God there because God is so powerful. He made the world. He would also choose the way he wants man to know him. He would choose how he would reveal himself to man. If God wants a personal relationship with us, he would choose how he wants to reveal himself to us. He would choose how he wants us to come to him. How he would reveal himself. Very important fact. So, having said that, I want us to look at the different religions. Now, not all religions, because religions can basically be uh, divided into uh, two. There is what we call polytheism, which is the belief in many gods, which we have in most African traditional worship um, and other religions, maybe Hindu religion and all that. Different gods, there are several different gods. And even maybe Greek mythology, Zeus, um, Hades, and all the other ones. 
But there are three world religions that believe, or major world religions that believe in one God. Those are Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. Three. And those are the ones we're going to be looking at in a little more detail. Not so much detail, but at least a few things to get you thinking. So, there is a statement that always goes with, or most times goes with, these religions. They are serving the same God. And people would then, from there, conclude, if they are serving the same God, therefore, they are always to God. But that doesn't really follow, does it? Because we have to examine their claims individually, their claims to truth. Judaism began with a man called Abraham. God comes to Abraham and tells him that he is going to make him a nation, a great nation, and implies that the Messiah, the man who will save the world from sin, will come through his lineage. That is Judaism. So, and there are many things that happen. We see the laws of Moses come into force. We see different things happen when um, Judaism or when Israel became a nation. And that happened when um, Jacob had 12 children. Those 12, that was the beginning of the Jewish nation. And so, that's the idea. God has revealed himself to the children of Israel. He has formed a nation out of that and the purpose if you study the scriptures is because he wants a messiah in fact once the messiah came the next thing is that jewish the jewish religion judaism began to crumble it actually began to crumble and that culminated to what we call um what we call that thing well an event actually that happened in 70 ad where israel was destroyed wiped out and after that, Israel has not had a home, right, for many years until, I think it was 1940-something recently. But the point of it is that that was the purpose of Judaism. But if you ask an average Jew who is not a Christian, by the way, because when Jesus came, Bible says he came to his own and they received him not. As many as received, they gave power to become children of, or sons of God. Now, the Jews did not receive him and the reason they did not receive him was because in their minds they began to interpret their holy scriptures differently. For them, they felt that the person that God was going to send, they knew that God was going to send a Messiah. They knew that he was going to be incarnate but in their own understanding, they felt he was going to come and, and you know, become king and rule in the time of the Jews and free them from all oppression all Roman oppression or those who were their enemies. That was their idea of the Messiah. But that was far from the truth because there were texts of scripture that they refused to acknowledge like Isaiah 53, Psalm 22 and all that. Scriptures with Jesus fulfilled. In fact, if you read the four Gospels, you are just looking at the fulfillment of prophecies. So, now, the Jews today would claim that Jesus is not the Messiah. But you see, Christianity claims that Jesus is the Messiah. Those are contradictory claims. One says Jesus is not the Messiah. 
He's not the Son of God. In fact, when Jesus called himself the Son of God, they took up stones to stone him because what that meant was that he was equal with God. He was God. And they refused to accept that because he just looked at, how can you be God? I don't know what they're expecting. So, you see, it takes, it, it's, it's, Christianity makes an exclusive claim that Jesus is the Son of God. He is the way to God. The Jews say no. The Bible says, or the belie- believers say that Jesus came to die for our sins and forgive our sins. The Jews believe in keeping the commandments as the way to get to God. They believe in keeping all the 600 and something laws of Moses as a way to get to God. Meanwhile, Jesus came to say, I fulfill the law, that, that all that law was actually pointing to me. John 5, 39, you search the scriptures for in them, you think you have eternal life, but they are they will testify of me, but you will not come to me. So he said, the scriptures you are searching, because they would read, they were so religious. They would read all the scriptures, they would memorize the scriptures, they would try to obey it as much as possible. And he says, you are searching the scriptures because you think that they are the end. You think the scriptures you have is the end. This is the end of it all. That God, what God wants is that you obey all these things. But it's a kind of contradictory idea because of the fact that the law itself says you must keep all to be on God's level of perfection. You must keep all to satisfy God. If you break even one, you've broken everything. So it means that it is a a self-refuting statement. That is that the idea that they think that keeping the laws will get them to God refutes itself because nobody can keep the laws. There is none righteous, no, not one. Nobody can keep the standard. It is impossible to keep the standard of perfection. Only God can keep his standard of perfection. So that cancels out their belief. Of course, today, actually, if you actually look at what Jews believe today, many of them have digressed from those traditional beliefs. They now believe many different things today. But there are those Orthodox Jews who still keep this this same belief. But you see, it contradicts Christianity. Christianity contradicts it. They have contradictory claims, right? Now, I will not dispute the fact that it's actually the same God. But you see, God progressed. There was a purpose for Judaism. But God progressed beyond it. And... Christianity is what God is in today. Jesus made an exclusive claim. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. So both of them cannot be correct at the same time. So there's no way both paths can lead to God. Now let's move on to the third theistic religion, which is Islam. Islam originated in the 7th century. That's about 600 something years after Jesus had, you know, risen from the dead. It originated after, way after, where a certain man called Muhammad claims to have had a revelation in a cave and that the angel Gabriel, which they call Jibril in the Arabic uh, tongue, appeared to him and gave him the Quran or told him certain things, showed him certain revelations about God and he became the prophet of Allah or gave him the revelation of Allah who is supposed to be God. I think in the Arabic, Allah, Allah just means God. So someone would say based on that, we serve the same God. But you see, as I said before, we have to examine their claims more closely. For example, Muhammad is supposed to be the last prophet. He claims to be the last prophet that all the other that okay the idea is yes so there was the judaism they don't deny judaism they don't deny christianity 
rather they deny the claims they re- seek to rewrite the different claims of judaism and christianity so you see them making certain statements right that um you know for example they would actually say that muhammad was prophesied of in the old testament they would use texts um from there's one i think in deuteronomy that talks about the fact that you know god prophesying through moses moses said that the god will send another prophet like him right there will be another prophet that will be like him and if you look at the context you will know that they were actually talking about jesus because being like moses would mean two things one of them is the fact that he actually had a face-to-face relationship with god and he worked miracles and so moses said god will send another prophet like me prophesying about jesus but islam seeks to insert um, themselves or muhammad into those texts and there are other texts that are different places if you just if you actually go do your research you'll see there are lots of places where they seek to say um, that the the bible the old testament prophesies about muhammad but if you look at those claims you realize they actually fall flat on their faces because they do not pass the law of context you can't pick a certain verse and make it say something that it was never meant to say when the original writers put it down but they make such claims but now let's even look at the bigger claims so muhammad right aha the prophet he says he's the prophet of god and that Gabriel or Gabriel gave him a revelation, and um, Allah is the way. Now, when you look at the things that Muhammad says about Christianity, you can immediately tell that there's a problem. For example, Muhammad claims that Jesus was not the Son of God. Now, if you are, if you properly study your Bible, you know that John is very careful. He says, "Test the spirits," and he says that any um, spirit that does not acknowledge that Jesus came in the flesh or that he's God I'm just paraphrasing is an antichrist spirit and so Muhammad's claim in the Quran is that Jesus is not the son of God Jesus is not God that Jesus is just a prophet like him so he takes Jesus from his divine throne and makes him a mere man and there's a big problem with that. So you cannot claim it's the same thing. It's the same religion. It's the same way to God. Because he has already taken a gun to shoot our way. Which is what? That Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father. So if Muhammad was going to reinterpret that, he would say that um, Muhammad is the way. That Jesus is not the way. Muhammad is the way. So you see there's a problem there. It's a very big problem there. They are not the same thing. They're not the same thing. The Quran or Muhammad claims that Jesus did not die. That when he was um, on the cross, that Allah tricked everyone around and rescued Jesus. That it was actually someone else, maybe one of his disciples, that actually died on the cross. And it was not Jesus. Now, this presents a very serious problem, right? Because it clearly shows that Muhammad did not understand why Jesus had to die. He didn't get it. He felt by writing that maybe it was a bit heroic in fact that, oh, Allah rescued Jesus. But that's just, that, that's, that's terrible because everything we believe about Christianity is hinged on the death, 
burial and resurrection of Jesus. Without it, there is no Christianity. So by saying he did not die, he just inval- totally, if it is true that Jesus did not die, he just totally destroyed Christianity, just totally invalidated Christianity. But thanks be to God that we are sure and certain that Jesus did die and it has been attested multiply from external sources. We have people like Flavius Josephus and some other people, historians or people who wrote about the death of Jesus at that time. They were not Christians. They had no motive to lie. So it is a known fact that Jesus died. So Islam, when it says that Jesus did not die, is making, you know, it's it's actually a historical blunder. It's a lie. But the point is that their claim is not the same as ours. So they cannot lead to the same God. You know? And if you even look at the nature of the person they call God, the nature of Allah, their own God, you will see that that God is actually very... Um, and the things that, that their God communicated through Jibril to Muhammad, you see that at the core of that their God, that God is very violent. That God has no forgiveness. By the way, one of the arguments for God is that if there is a God, that God is all good, right? That God will have the power of good. He's all good. He's 100% perfect morally. But the God that they seem to serve seems to be a very self-serving, self-seeking God that is also very violent. Because at the heart of Islam is violence. So lot in Islam, there's actually the commandment to subdue everyone else. That is... You, you have to get others to actually... Because the word uh, um, Islam means submission. And the idea is to submit to the will of Allah. And in the Quran, they are commanded to get other people to submit to the will of Allah. And if people refuse, they are to do it by force. And by force would mean violence. That is why you have what we call Islamic Jihad and all those things. You understand? Now, I'm not saying that all Muslims are violent. No, many of them are not. They are very wonderful, peaceful people. But there are people who also take those commands literally. And it causes a lot of problems. So, understanding, you know, these... I mean, with just the information we've had, we've processed so far, it should be clear that those three, if we're just looking at those, those three, let's even forget all the polytheistic ones. Those three, are none of them agree. So how can they all be the way to God? doesn't make sense. It's either one or the other. It's either the Jews are right or the Christians are right or the Muslims are right. And if you follow the series we've done in the past, you will know that there's a way to actually test those claims. There are ways to test those claims. There are ways to objectively look at all of them and say which one is true. And I'm proud to announce to you that Christianity has the most evidence stacked in its favor, which is why I'm a Christian. So, the next time someone asks you or tells you that every religion leads to God, I think you'll know what to say. Alright? That's it for today, guys. I hope you took something away from today. I hope this blessed you. Why don't you share this with your friends and help them to also understand this very core concept. And it's just rooted in logic. God bless you. Have a wonderful day and bye-bye. If this blessed you or you want to say hi or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram at pst.sen, pst.essien. 
also, if you've been blessed and you'd love to support what we do here at MOG Podcast, then you can give to 0106-207-685. I'll say that again. 0106-207-685 GT Bank. God bless you.